we think as we do, we may not say it every Sunday, but we think it every Sunday in every service, our chanters who add so much to the beauty of the service. Ευχαριστούμε τους ιεροψάλτες μας και τον, τους δύο πρώτους, τον Σοκράτη και τον Παναγιώτη, αλλά και τους μαθητές που <coughs> με τις φουνές τους λαμπρύνουν τις ακολουθίες μας και αυτό, ξέρετε, δεν υπάρχει παντού. Είμαστε ευλογημένοι που το έχουμε, γιατί πολλές ενορίες ψάχνουν και ψάχνουν και δεν βρίσκουν ποτέ. Γι' αυτό να είμαστε ευγνώμονες όλοι που υπάρχει αυτή η ωραιότητα εδώ στον Άγιο Γιώργιο. Today we celebrate on this Sunday, the Sunday of the Samaritan woman. Sometimes the way that the world calendar, the calendar of the world goes, and the calendar of the church goes, sometimes they come together perfectly. And today it did. Because the Sunday of the Samaritan woman in the church happens to also be for the world Mother's Day. You know when Mother's Day is in Greece? Not today. Does anybody know? February 2nd, the feast of Ipapandi. Because in Greece, even the, um, the worldly holidays that are not religious are connected with our faith. So Ipapandi is when Mary, the presentation in the temple, Ipapandi is 40 days after Easter. And Mary and, and Joseph took Christ to the temple. And there we see the nurturing and the love of the parents, specifically the mother, because you know in the 40-day blessing, if you have children and you've had a 40-day blessing, the father is not mentioned in the 40-day blessing. Only the baby and the mother. And I think it's because the church knows that the beginning of the nurturing comes from the mom, from the mother. And today, on our Mother's Day in, in America, it happens that it's the Sunday of the Samaritan woman. Christ goes to Samaria. Some of us have been there. Some of you in the church have been to Jerusalem with us. And one time we were trying to go to Jacob's well, which is mentioned in the Bible today. There, there's a beautiful Greek Orthodox monastery that's being, it was built and is being run by Father Augustinos, who's about this big. He's 85 years old. He's an amazing man. It's an area where it's hostile. The, the former abbot before Father Augustinos was killed, was martyred for being a Christian. And here, Father Augustinos, Tukutsuku, he walks around and he's done amazing things. But on our way there on the bus, we got lost. And we stopped on the mountainside and it was kind of one of these mountains where you kind of go round and round and it's hard for the bus to make the turns. And the bus driver said, we have to turn around. And we're looking around, we're thinking, how is he going to turn up here? It's not even possible. So people started to gather around us outside. And the people did not look like the rest of the people, like the Jews and the Muslims that we had been seeing. They were dressed very differently. And I looked at our guide, who was a priest then, now he's a bishop, a metropolitan. And I said to him, who are these people? And he says, these are the Samaritans. We are in Samaria. The Samaritans, still to this day, are a form of Judaism, but not recognized by the Jews. 
they dress differently, they believe a few things that are different than the traditional Jews, and Jews are not allowed to converse with them or to touch them or to be around them. Jewish men were also not allowed to speak to women that weren't their wives. And so, here comes Christ. This is in the middle of the desert, by the way. Jacob's well, it's very hot. And at noon, which is the hottest part of the day, midday, the sixth hour, Christ goes to the well. And there at the well, after a little while, here comes a woman. Typically, women or anyone did not go to the well at midday because it was hot in the desert. They went early in the morning. So Christ waited there for this woman, and she came, and they began to have a discussion, a dialogue. And the gospel today, if you missed it, is long. It's in the bulletin. And he asks her for water, and she's surprised. She's shocked that he speaks to her as a Jew because she is a woman, and not just a woman, but a Samaritan woman. And he says to her, if you knew who was asking you for water, you would ask him to give you water, and you would never thirst again. I'm paraphrasing, of course. Last Sunday, we talked a lot about this concept of, as Christ said today, to never thirst again. I think this is another way of saying of being fulfilled, of not feeling an emptiness inside. Last Sunday we talked about how many people feel an emptiness and they come to church and they are in a terrible state by the time they come and speak to us. And because we feel empty, we try to fill the emptiness with many different things. Some healthy, some unhealthy. But no matter what they are, they tend to be temporary fixes. And today Christ reminds us that Christ, faith, God, fills the emptiness forever. And we won't need to look to fill it with random things, some that can be destructive. Many times in our conversations with addicts, they think back to the beginning and they say, I just felt so empty. I felt empty. And today Christ says, if you knew who was asking you for a drink, you would ask him and he would give you water so that you would never thirst again. And we can change the words to being never feeling empty again. Christ fills the emptiness in a way that we won't need to ever feel empty again or anxious, or sad, or painful. Or we will be fulfilled and happy. This woman, of course, was a great sinner. She was on husband number six. And actually, this man was not even her husband. They weren't married. They were just living together. And this was, as you can imagine, especially 2,000 years ago, scandalous probably the reason she was going to the well at midday, because she wouldn't run into any other people. Christ speaks to her. He loves her. He has compassion for her. Sometimes we think that we are too good for other people, that we should stay away from certain people because they have baggage. Christ today knew the baggage. 
And he went and spoke to her. And he told her about her own life before she had a chance to tell him. This, of course, impressed her. It shocked her. And she went into the village, mind you, the woman that went to the well alone because she didn't want to be around other people because of her baggage. And it says that the villagers, the city of Samaria, many of them believed in Christ because of this. In the church, this woman has a name. Her name is Potini, which means light, because she brought light to the Samaritans. And she is numbered among the saints. She repented. She changed her life. And she brought light to the world. She is given a title called Equal to the Apostles because she was an apostle to Samaria. And like many mothers in the world, it is through them that light comes to their children. The woman in Samaria, Fotini, Saint Fotini, she affected the world. And we can also change the world. We can affect our family members and those around us. But I think for most people, at least that we deal with, they tell us that the first seed of faith in their life was planted by their mothers. That it is the mothers, whether we like it or not, that are the ones that bring light to the children. And I hope that today we recognize and we celebrate and we feel blessed for our mothers, not just today, of course, but every day. And I hope that we fathers can also bring light to our children and plant seeds and affect the world. May God grant our mothers many, many happy and healthy years. Nazisuni miteres, naine opos i agia fotini simera i samaritidos, gineques pufernun fotos ston gosmo, pue epireazun tus ipolipus anthropus, ke tus fernun proston Christo. Χρόνια πολλά να ζήσετε και έτη πολλά να έχετε. Καλημέρα.